Recently, I found myself spending more time paying attention to how people are behaving when money is involved. I'm particularly interested in the dynamics of power in relation to money. This could include having power over people who are working in jobs that we perceive to be, quote unquote, beneath what we do professionally, or maybe we believe that we're supposed to be treated a certain way during a transaction or service-based experience. Basically, someone else is doing something for us. Here's the thing. I've long believed that the American adage that the customer is always right is actually really wrong. I've never liked this belief because it abdicates responsibility to behave with a certain level of decorum and basic respect in informal and formal professional settings that we find ourselves in. And this abdication of responsibility has been the setting for many people losing their livelihood over real or imagined slights during a business transaction. Not sure what I mean? Listen on. but I really hate the timing. I'm not a fan of forcing something to happen. If you're not excited about the idea of pushing hard in November to write that first novel, but are super excited to get started in the new year, grab my course, Make Money with Ebooks. I love making money with ebooks. It's literally my favorite passive income stream. Grow your brand or explore your creativity while writing your own books and self-publishing. I've developed my course, Make Money with Ebooks, to help would-be authors, especially from underrepresented communities, finish their books, make money, and share their stories via self-publishing. Buy the course, make money with eBooks during the month of November and receive $50 off the group tier with the code HOLIDAY2021. There's also a limited number of VIP tier courses that you can get $100 off using the code VIP2021. These coupons are eligible for the paid in full option only. Americans give a lot of feedback about how other people are doing their jobs. Whether or not it's the barista at their favorite coffee shop, she did or didn't finish our order fast enough. The one minute exchange with a local cashier at grocery store, why didn't he smile more? Or the DoorDash driver who dropped off your dinner the night before. Americans are constantly assessing other people's work and in the process, a lot of us are running with the perceived power that gives us. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of you guys are acting like assholes. So how do I know that? Let me share. I've done my fair share of side hustles in my life. I've done so many, I've lost count. Many of those I've done because those side hustles were helping me pay off thousands of dollars of debt and increase my income. Working those side hustles weren't without an energetic cost. I was often super tired because I was rushing in between jobs. In fact, when I first started side hustling in earnest, I was working in one city and side hustling in the city that I actually lived in. My side hustle at that time was at a high-end olive oil shop. To this day, this is one of my favorite side hustles I've ever done. I had a great time working there. I worked there for three years. Interestingly enough, those customers at that place were super easy to work with. They had really deep pockets. In fact, during the holiday season, a well-known Denver Nuggets basketball player walked in, dropped like $500 in one minute, and left. He also had the largest diamond earring in one ear that I've ever seen. It would like basically rival someone's engagement ring. It was huge. My point is... 
I noticed that people who would come into that store, they had a lot of money. And so a lot of these weird shenanigans that I'm noticing, they just didn't do. They just came in, they spent and they went. And it was a very cheerful, happy place. And I would go home with truffle salt and high-end olive oils and high-end vinegars. It was just, it was wonderful. I share all of this to say that that was one of my favorite side hustles. I was fortunate enough not to have to deal with a lot of the bullshit that people seem to be dealing with nowadays. If I hear another person talk about how someone else is doing in relation to what they expected, I'm going to freaking scream. Do you understand that some people are just trying to keep it together emotionally? Because, oh, I don't know, we're in a pandemic. People are crazy. I thought I would share three specific exchanges that I had recently with people that leaves me asking the following question. Are you the reason why your interactions with people doing service-based work are so shitty? Maybe it's you. Denver and the state of Colorado is 100% open for business now. During a pandemic, that means a number of things. We have a ton of of events happening at the same time. Denver is just a lot of fun during the normal times, but now there's just so much to do. It's a little overwhelming. Events, venues, restaurants, and just other spaces that normally kind of struggled to have staffing, they're short staffed, just like places across the country. And by the way, we actually pay 14 I think it's $14.88 for minimum wage for hourly jobs, and it's somewhere around $9 for tipped positions. So we're paying above what is the national minimum wage. So I share this to say that people are working really hard to make sure that when patrons come into those spaces or clients that they're having a good time, okay? As I start to socialize again and just do stuff outside of my house, I've discovered, sadly, (laughs) that I don't have as many people to do all the fun things with that I enjoy doing. So basically, I'm having to kind of start over again with connecting with people, making friends. This is something that I've heard from a lot of people. People have moved. People that I know have small kids. They're just now getting their kids vaccinated if they're five years old or older. So it's just a weird time. Luckily for me, I'm pretty scrappy and I'll go out and do things and uh, just am very thoughtful about how I'm going to grow my social circle. Now, I say this to say that I've started doing a few side hustles a month because I don't have a lot of time, but a couple times a month I'm out and about doing side hustles. So instead of waiting to attend my favorite events, I've decided to work them because I don't always have people to go to these events with. I end up meeting new people. I make money for coffee and crypto. (laughs) I enjoy some cool events and meet really nice new people. It's been a win-win-win. These side hustles have allowed me to see Joe Coy and Tiffany Haddish. By the way, Tiffany was a complete surprise. No one knew she was going to be at that comedy show. It was incredible. I laughed for three hours straight. It was the most laughter that I'd done in like three years. So it was amazing. I hung out with Michael Rooker from Guardians of the Galaxy and that zombie show that I keep forgetting the name of. I met James Marstairs or Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I met Edward Edward James Olmos, who is on the Mayans MC and also played the captain on Miami Vice, which is actually like I'm I'm really obsessed with him. He was so nice. And he was like, are you watching Mayans MC? And I'm like, not yet. And he's like, you need to watch it. I've been watching it. It's amazing. Anyway, my point is I love my side hustles. So I was at Comic-Con, which is where I met all those people. I got to kind of lurk around 
William Shatner, a.k.a. Captain Kirk, for you Trekkie stands, because I'm a Trekkie stand. He made a lot of money that day. And I also helped out Zachary Quinto's team, you know, young Spock, while he was at Comic-Con. I share all of this to say that people work for a variety of reasons, to make extra money, to attend events for free, to be employed in general, in order to eat, to buy insurance. You get the picture, boredom, crypto money, whatever. Basically, you have no idea why people are working the jobs that they're working. With that in mind, I'm going to share why you might be getting bad service or eating a lot of spit burgers right now. Basically, I want to ask you to consider that bad service might not be the issue, but how you act in moments of financial power just might be what's getting you bad service everywhere. Maybe, just maybe, people aren't lazy and maybe, just maybe, you're being an asshole. This past weekend, I worked the Jim Gaffigan show. You know, the guy who's like, hot pockets, bacon, hilarious. Like they were so fun. They were held here in Denver. He's going across the country. He's freaking hilarious. If you get a chance to attend one of his shows, I highly recommend. I don't side hustle that much again, because I don't have a lot of time, but I said yes to doing this event and had a great time. In this case, I was scanning tickets to let people into the show. Now, I have to say before I get into this story, people attending events since Denver has opened up, they've been amazing, like really, like shockingly nice, super chill, really polite, just nice, easy to work with. But I had one lady on Friday show her complete ass, not literally, but figuratively. She came into my line and with wild eyes says to me, I left my phone in my car and it's a mile away and I'm not going to go walk back to get it. You need to help me solve this problem. She must not have liked my expression related to how this had apparently become my problem because it wasn't my problem because she then proceeded to say, that's not appropriate, my expression, and you need to come up with my plan B. And I smiled at her and I told her that her plan B was to walk over to that box office and have them help her. Now, here's the thing. I don't have to put up with people's bullshit and I'm not going to, but ironically, if she'd just been pleasant, I could have helped her in the line, but I'm not putting up with being talked down to because I don't have to. I'm my own boss. At Comic-Con, I had a really bizarre experience that a lot of people, black people in particular, will shudder when I tell this story. Basically, I was helping people waiting for Zachary Quinto, again, young Spock. Comic-Con stands, they are a fun time. They dress up, they imagine different worlds. They're just, they're really fun. I'm a Comic-Con stand. So this was like a dream gig for me. But what was crazy was that one woman in line burst into tears because she thought she had offended me. Basically, we were talking about Denver and I could tell that she lived in a surrounding suburb. suburb, And for whatever reason, she burst into into tears. Now I'm looking at her like she's completely insane because There's no crying at Comic-Con, okay? And it's literally like one of the most joyful places to be. But two, I was thinking to myself, what if I was working a job that I needed and my boss had seen that and I'd lost my job because this woman randomly started crying about nothing? Because white women's tears are often weaponized in, in moments of perceived power over other people, typically other people of color. Now, it's my thought that she just had some things going on in her life that were going on, and she probably is just more sensitive about things happening nowadays than she normally would be. I know that I am, but it was a crazy experience, and I actually don't want to assume in this moment 
I don't want to assume that there was any ill intent because the whole situation, it was like three minutes of crazy and then she was good. But I do wonder what if, what if the situation had escalated and what if I had needed that job versus just working it to hang out with Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which was literally my entire goal of working that event. And yes, I got to talk to him, James Marsters. He's love. He's a lovely man. Anyway, my point is, what if I needed that job and she had lost me that job because she had power over me? Then there was a Twitter conversation that I had with a lovely person online. They are a lovely person. This person expressed that they were upset with their rideshare driver for not greeting them upon their entry into their car. Now, before I say more, I actually agreed that it would have been nice of the driver to greet her, just like a simple politeness. But what I'm focused on really in terms of a rideshare ride is, did we arrive safely? Did they drive a regular route versus extending the trip and increasing my fare? Basically, I'm just really unwilling to call people out or jeopardize their livelihood over a perceived slight or just something that's just a small thing. Is it really a slight or do they have something on their mind? Are they introverts or did they did they receive some bad news? I guess I just wonder why we assume the worst as it relates to you versus assuming that people are human with stuff going on or some people just don't want to chit chat. Just because they work in public doesn't mean they want to chit chat with you. They don't. It is a lot to be dealing with 2022 or 2021. It's a lot. And maybe they just don't want to chit chat. I share this episode to get people thinking about the role they play in the interactions that they're having with others, especially the interactions impacted by a low key power dynamic influenced by money. We do have a class system in the United States, even if you don't want to believe that's the case. I'll be candid and say that I personally get really good service. Like I get outstanding service to a degree where my friends and family are constantly amazed by how good the service is that I get. I get free stuff all the time from the owners and staff of businesses that I patronize. They know who I am when I come in, we chit chat, like I get treated very well. People know my name. They're excited to see me when I come in. The, in fact, Today, when I went into one of my favorite coffee shops, it happened again. The secret, I treat people the way that I would like to be treated. My last question, my final question to you is the following. How are you showing up in interactions with other people? Are you showing your ass or are you practicing some degree of self-awareness? Are you always experiencing bad service or having intense interactions with people? Like, is that always happening to you? And have you ever wondered what's the common denominator? Just saying. For some food for thought. Let me know what you think about this episode. Hope you're having a beautiful day. <laughs>